dark. Hail your dark senior. Hail not mock needs. Hail your asir. Hail our O senior. And I welcome the Valkyries to summon me. Hail the day. Hail the sons of day. Hail to night and her sister. Hail the gods. Hail the goddesses. Hey, and welcome to episode 7 of the Through the Thunder podcast. This episode is entitled Lineage. I would like to preface this by saying I believe that Norse paganism and all religions should be accessible to all people regardless of gender, race and sexuality. The only people who I do not wish to welcome are extremists across all political ideologies. You do not have to have European ancestry to follow Norse paganism. Now having said that, who are the ancestors? Why should we venerate them? We venerate them because, as a religion based around nature, in my opinion, the line of your people is a fountain of spiritual knowledge and strength to be drawn from in order to honour nature, our people, and the order of things. This is a key foundation of my practice. Without their loving guidance, without their failures and successes, I would be like an explorer lost at sea, hoping that maybe I'll end up somewhere, anywhere if I'm lucky. No, instead they act as a compass, keeping me on my toes, and when I feel weak or lost, they are there. But who are they though? Are they like our grandparents and stuff? Those are some of the questions you may ask yourself. And the answer to that would be yes, and so much more. We all come from somewhere different, and we all have a story to tell. That story lies within our very DNA, as well as family stories that are passed down from generation to generation. For the purpose of this podcast, I will refer to my own background. The line of our people stretches far back into a time filled with mystery. The first Europeans likely inhabited Europe around 40,000 BCE. The immensity of that is so profound to me because the magnitude of our finite existence is revealed. We are here only for a blink and like that, we're gone. Eventually of course with access to a reliable fuel source in the form of cattle, so just think calories for meat and milk and mastery of the chariot and horsemanship, my people emerged from the Pontic Caspian steppe and made their way across Europe. They were not primitive cavemen scraping out an existence within the Dark Ages. They had artistry and religion. They were farmers, hunters and traders. They sailed to distant shores for the promise of a chance at greatness. That is, to live a life worth remembering. I would like to now briefly read from the Hovamal. It is uh, verse 76 and 77. 
cows die, family die, you will die the same way. But a good reputation never dies for the one who earns it well. Cows die, family die, you will die the same way. I know only one thing that never dies, the reputation of the one who's died. With very little information to go on, I began to research ancestry records uh, online, as well as look into family names and their connections to the past and to myself. I discovered that through a grandmother, I have a connection to the Scottish family name of Manson, whose motto is Mea Menor Originis, which means mindful of my origin. Now the Manson, uh, the Manson name uh, is common in the Caithness area of Scotland and also in Shetland. It is a assimilated form of the name Magnuson, which means son of Magnus. Uh, Magnus was a popular name among the Norsemen and was borrowed by them in admiration of Charlemagne. Now the Manson uh, family name was a sept of Clan Gunn. And Clan Gunn were the uh, one of the oldest uh, clans in Scotland. Um, the clan name comes from Guni, who came to Caithness at the end of the 12th century with his wife uh, Rangahild, and they inherited the estates from her brother, Harold Madison, who was the Earl of Orkney. So Clan Gunn has that tie to the old Norse Jarls of Orkney and the Shetlands and beyond. But just to go back to the Manson name specifically and the motto of Mindful of My Origin. How fitting is that motto? I think it's something that we should all try to be, mindful of our origins. Now not everyone is going to have a fantastic history with their family. In some cases, people may be estranged or might not know their family. There is likely to be someone, when you think of them, that they make you feel uncomfortable and speak plainly, you just don't like them. So I say to you now, do not include them in your practice. And if you are adopted into a family, then you have a new family to investigate and bring new ancestors into your practice. You may draw upon 10,000 generations going back to the beginning. Their DNA lives within you. And so you carry their hopes, their dreams, and their strength. Let it empower you. Allow it to flow through you and draw from their strength when the task at hand, when the burden to bear is too much for you alone. They will be there to guide you and you will be there to remember them and in your own way by following your personal legend. You will be able to create your own story that we all hope will be remembered by your great-grandchildren and beyond. Firstly, I honour my ancestors by researching them and demonstrating dedication to the task. I honour them by holding myself accountable and setting high standards for my life as a man of this line. I honour them by creating a space on my altar for the deceased. I honour them by placing my clan crest upon my altar space. And I honour them by making offerings to them and including them in my heart, in my mind and in my spirit. Some people even set up a separate altar for their ancestors. You can put items that connect you to them and pictures of the deceased there. 
Do not be afraid, do not be shy or feel foolish for talking to them. For within them, the river of ancestral knowledge flows and you are a part of that. So I urge you to build it into your practice. Like them, I hope to live a life worth remembering. And in doing so, I might learn to die. And by that I mean, learn to die well. Like my people before me, honor them, honor them. Until next time.